Welcome to the KBB Review podcast and another of our special bonus episodes all about the KBB Review Retail and Design Awards 2024. And this is the last one of these we'll be doing before the event itself. This is coming out on Wednesday, February the 28th, which means the awards is on this coming Monday. I really should write that speech. It's all very exciting indeed, and what better way to round off this countdown to the ceremony than by talking to two of our finalists. From our design shortlist, we have Justine Bullock from the Tap End near Cardiff, and from the retail shortlist, we have Steph Warner from Pier 1 Bathrooms in Hove. They're both deserving finalists, of course, but they share another really interesting characteristic, in that both their retail businesses are all female teams. So we'll be hearing from them about why they enter awards, what it means to find out you're a finalist, and we'll be asking them for their assessment of the market right now. But first... These special bonus awards episodes of the KBB Review podcast are brought to you with the help of our friends Sunless Bathrooms, our 2024 awards podcast partner. They're a hugely successful company in Ireland and now they're here in the UK with their stylish and high quality range of products. You can find out more about becoming a Sunless Bathroom retailer by going to sunlessbathrooms.co.uk that's S-O-N-A-S bathrooms.co.uk or seeing as there's only a few days until it starts you can also go and see them in person at KBB Birmingham on Stand F30. That's Stand F30. So say hello for me. So here are our two finalists. Firstly, we have Justine Bullock from the Tap End. Hello, Justine. Hello, hi. And we have Steph Warner from Pier 1. Hello, Steph. Hi, Andy. Thank you both for joining us because you are both sat in your cars, aren't you? Uh, yeah, we are, yes, which is a bit strange. But... I feel very guilty for being up in my loft. But look, let's start with the background. <laughs> Justine, tell us a little bit about the Tap End. Okay, so we have been going now for seven years. Prior to that, four of us actually worked together for somebody else, Myself and Linda set the tap end up. Two of our previous colleagues joined us. And now there's six of us. And you're in Podgicle near Cardiff, aren't you? You're South Wales. Yes, we're about 20 minutes from Cardiff. Brilliant. And Steph, your turn. Give us the overview of Pier 1. So we are in Hove and we're just entering our fifth year. Pier 1 was set up by my husband and myself, uh, but neither of us are bathroom people per se. My my husband would claim to be a bit of a business person, but we basically built a great team from the start and they have grown the business for us. But since kind of the last year, so I'm a psychologist, we realised that we wanted to be part of the business because of its potential and all the rest of it. So I've um, now ditched the psychology to join the bathroom team and I'm loving it. There's always psychology in there somewhere, Steph. Well, it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, look, first of both of you, congratulations on being finalists in this year's awards. You're just days away now from finding out whether you've won. I'm not days away. I've known for absolutely ages whether you've, whether you've won or not. But the fact that you're on here today is nothing to do with whether or not you have or haven't won. I think you've just both got really interesting stories to tell. So let me just sort of caveat everything with that. In fact, Justine, let's start with you because I think it's safe to say the tap end have absolutely smashed it this year. There are three bathroom design categories and the tap end are finalists in all three. So tell me what that showroom was like when you found out. Oh, I'm so proud of everybody that works for us in whatever capacity, even, you know, the fitters, the recommended fitters. But I'm particularly proud of the designers because we've all been together for such a long time. So to keep things fresh and to keep things moving when you've got such a a team that's been with you for years 
is actually quite difficult. So the desire that they have to keep innovating, keep trying new things is just really paid off this year. And we were absolutely thrilled. We were shocked, though, more than anything. <laughs> I think we were shocked, like you beyond sh- thrilled. You were shocked. I was adding the scores up and I was looking at them going, oh my God, there's, there's another one. Oh my God, there's another one. <laughs> yeah. uh, because all the judges at that stage judge totally independently of each other. They score all the entries independently of each other. So they're not consulting with each other at that stage. And so to see those scores coming through and the names kept coming up, I just thought that was fantastic. Steph, you're a finalist in the bathroom retailer of the year. Now you won the new bathroom bathroom retailer of the year a couple of years ago so you must have been just as still when you you heard your name this time around oh yeah definitely really excited yeah obviously we spent a couple of years really trying to establish the business and start to grow it and understand our clients and things and so it's really very exciting to be announced as one of the finalists what's great about both of your businesses is that actually you're you're not massive you're small high street businesses i think sometimes people get the perception that these awards are about who's got the biggest showroom or who's got the most money to spend but actually both of you are, and i mean this in the most positive possible way modest typical high street independent retailers yeah yeah, yeah definitely i mean we're we're the same i think we've got six there's six of us as well so yeah we're, we're pretty small justine you put a lot of work into these awards i mean you're obviously very busy and i think anyone who follows you on social media will know just how many bathrooms you seem to produce every single day oh my gosh um, i know but you take time out to put these entries together why why are awards important it does take time to do the awards but because we have been finalists in the past and zoe won an award last year every time they come around we just think it's worth taking the time out. We never know that we're going to be a finalist. We never know what's going to happen. But it's just that buzz, isn't it? You kind of get excited when the award season comes round, And we just love to... Well, I love the girls to be recognised for their hard work because I know how hard they work. So for me, I make time to do the awards because I want them to be recognised more than anything, really. Yeah, it's real team-building, incentivising thing, isn't it? Steph, how about you? Awards are great, trophies are very nice, but at the end of the day, you're a business owner. Does it help your business? Oh, yeah, I think so, 100%. And I think I completely agree with you, Justine, about getting the team recognised because they work so hard and, you know, you just slog away and often without much recognition. So I think it's really important to go in for these things and just, you know, and, and, and being announced as a finalist, it really, it really does give you a boost. And I quite enjoy writing and things like that with my academic background. So, you know, I like to fill in all the applications and things. No, it's really just about giving the credit to the team and, and um, you know, ourselves as a business really yeah yours was the only entry stuff that was peer-reviewed which i thought was was very special (laughs) (laughs) now the reason i've got you you two on here today is that that apart from being finalists in our awards you have something else in common which is that both of your businesses are all female teams right which is fantastic now i'm gonna i'm gonna tread very carefully here because i'm a white middle-aged (laughs) middle-class man from england so Clearly, no one is more qualified than me to talk about diversity in the KBB industry. But look, look, Justin, is that important to you or do you not even think about it in that context? So we don't really think, we didn't set out to have an all-female team. But when we advertise for the job roles, when we've recruited recently, it's always been heavily weighted as female applicants. So we've never really set out to have an all-female team. It's just turned out that way. But... I do recognise that all female teams are different and sometimes it's a challenge. So often all female teams are really celebrated by female business owners and I think it's actually quite hard sometimes. 
And I think that it's very realistic to acknowledge what it's like to be in an all-female team, especially when you've known each other for such a long time. It is a really solid group of friends, but sometimes it can be a challenge, you know? You're all very familiar with each other and keeping things moving whilst being friends and colleagues. You know, we have to we have to be very mindful that we're an all-female team. So we'd actually like to have some men talking us now. Just to bring a bit of diversity into our team. But I definitely think that that female camaraderie is just amazing. You know, we all really respect and kind of push each other forward. But it is different. It is different because I've never actually been in an all-female team in the past. So how about you, Steph? Is this something that you're conscious of or something you don't even give a thought to? I think on a day-to-day basis, it's not something we really kind of think about. And and again, the same same thing, really. We didn't set out to be all-female. It's just that the people that applied for the jobs at the time, the best, you know, the best ones were the females. And so it just kind of evolved that way. I think it depends a lot on the personalities, as with any team, the personalities of the people involved. So we've got a couple of really strong personalities and a very diverse mix of personalities, I would say. So that really helps because, you know, you've got people that take naturally take on different kind of roles. There are challenges, but not ones that I think, you know, you can't overcome. I think it's about how you position yourselves and how you communicate. And again, we are, we're quite tight knit as well in terms of we've, we've just naturally bonded over the years. So it, it can be a challenge in that way to keep, you know, the professional side of it and then foster the friendships too. So that, that's definitely a challenge. But, um, yeah, it's not something we really recognize on a day to day thing, but every now and then it, you know, it will pop up. But I'm, I'm actually really proud of the fact that we're all female. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, so do I. And I th- this is an industry that gets accused of not being particularly diverse in, in, its, in its gender mix, particularly on the supply side of things, not so much in the retail side of things. But I do think we should see these things as very positive and hold them up for, uh, as great examples of things, whether it's about gender, whether it's about race or any, any other kind of level of diversity. I think we should applaud it and celebrate it. So look, while I've got you both on here, obviously you're doing very well for yourselves. You're at the awards. We'll see you next week for them. But you are both business owners, so it would be remiss of me not to ask you how the market is and how you're doing at the moment very difficult for some people out there so Justine let's start with you how's business for you right now so we are very busy and I'm really glad that we're busy obviously but I am conscious that that's not the story for many other people right now I've heard from you know friends that we have in the industry and reps and contacts that we have that it it's not the same for everybody so I'm quite conscious that I don't want to sound like we've got a magic formula because I don't think we have a magic formula I just think that the only thing we do differently to keep us consistently busy is do the same thing consistently and then that in turn keeps us consistently busy so we never take a social media break we constantly advertise uh, in print magazines and locally we're constantly on the treadmill of getting through the designs and getting back to people in the same way in the same manner and then in turn that keeps us consistently in in work but yeah we're really really busy at the minute which I'm really glad about, but I'm conscious that I don't want to sound like I'm bragging. No, no, and it's, it, look, it's, the, the truth is it's a very mixed picture, I think, and it's not as easy to say, look, it's it's horrible for everybody, because it's not, and I think it is very much split down the middle somewhere. Steph, how about you? Yes, we're not as busy as we were. Last year, we had a really kind of busy year. There were odd months, but we really kind of, I really felt like it was sort of consistently busy and stable across the full year. January, February are usually pretty good months for us. Everyone's, you know, start of the new year, wants to do their bathroom up. So we were expecting quite a busy start to the year and we haven't quite had what we expected. 
Uh, we're very steady. And again, I, I think that is kind of a result, like you say, Justine, of like that consistency of service and marketing and all the rest of it. I think one thing is, though, that in previous years, I might have panicked a bit, you know, when we have quiet months, but I'm not really feeling that way now. I think we've established ourselves to an extent that actually, you know, that business comes and goes. And I think when when you're confident that you've got that your process is right and, and your team is great and your marketing's on on point, that actually you can you can get through those times. So yeah, we're not as busy as we have been. It's picked picked up a bit in the last couple of weeks, but I'm feeling confident and you know we're we're busy enough. Let's put it that way. I think what's great about both of you there is that you're really treating this as something that's very much in your control. You know, you can take action, you can take positive affirmative action to do something to tackle a bit if there is a bit of a downturn or a bit of a, a drop in interest, which is fantastic. That's one of the beauties of independent retail, I think, is that you can pivot and change and just try something new tomorrow if you want to. Yeah, definitely. Right. Thank you very much for your time, both of you. you as I say, you're both sat in your cars. I don't know whether you're waiting for a fare or something. <laughs> you're saying business is okay, but you're both working as Uber drivers, so it can't be that yeah. good. <laughs> thank, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I'll see you both next week at the awards, and good luck to you both. Thank you very much. Uh, brilliant. Can't wait.